So Pride Month is is coming to a close now. Are are you planning on upping the gay antics? Uh, no, I think I'm just gonna uh, cash in on the new deals at Bank of America for gay people. They made Bank of America for gay people. <laughs> Speaking of pride. Speaking of pride. Speaking of pride. Um, we have with us gay icon <laughs> Dorian Electra. Dorian Electra. Mommy, daddy. Woo. Woo. Yeah. yeah. My realtor, Margula. Yes. Oh. What's up, y'all? Finally, we have two Jews on the couch instead of just one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Needed to fix that. Two Jews, one wasp. <laughs> so I heard you guys talking about some gay bank stuff, and I got I got interested. I decided to come down the stairs. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you just did L.A. Pride, right? Yes, I did. Were you on the Bank of America float? <laughs> No, I was actually on the Lockheed Martin oh, yeah. float. Yeah, the, the Lockheed it was Martin. shaped like a giant gun, and <laughs> it was really touching, really. I honestly feel like you would love that. Like, you would love to shoot guns, right? You Are know, you down with guns? I'm actually not a gun guy. I'm not. I grew up in Texas, and I... My mom was always anti them. Like we'd be like looking. She had like a little jewelry store, and and it would be like looking through stuff to buy for it. And they'd be like the like teddy bear rhinestone charm necklace is like the two thousands. And then it'd be like the gun necklace, and she'd be like, oh, that gun equal bad. And I was like, okay, I'm I, yeah. And uh, my dad likes guns, but I I've just never been into him. Right. Yeah. I think there's this thing that happens though. Like if your parents were into something, it doesn't make it interesting and exciting. It's like something to like instead respond to and maybe even oppose yeah sometimes like there's a lot of stuff that i wasn't that rebellious against my parents in most ways actually because they were very chill and they were like actually very supportive and like chill with gay stuff chill with like all of my friends like very supportive and like rock and roll like my dad wearing like rhinestone glasses type vibe but they were both like very like run-of-the-mill like democrats so then when i was like Mm. in high school I was like brainwashed by this libertarian teacher and I became like a oh libertarian in high school. So that was actually my form of teenage rebellion. So then I was like, I don't personally like guns, but second amendment. Like that was my whole, <laughs> that was my whole thing, which was like a whole wild thing. Then I went to college and I read a bunch of shit and then I was like, oh fuck all that like libertarian bullshit. But it was a crazy arc that I've had in my life. <laughs> Wait, uh, Anna, did you ever have like a high school teacher that influenced you in like a political way? Because I definitely did too, actually. Mm. N- no, not at all. They were all just run of the mill libs, and I was a pr- I was a run of the mill lib in high school, and then I was like turned a little more left because of Bernie. But then oh right, it wasn't until college, the new school, really. Mm. You know, they're the they're the commie college or whatever. And- You're in Massachusetts, and you were in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So Texas has like a lot of libertarians, right? Yeah, it does. Like, especially Austin. I think that was like, I remember like somebody ta- told me like, oh, you should really actually get into like info wars. And then I like saw some like <laughs> so went to some weird bookshop that had some crazy shit in it. It was like, I'm like, this all seems like some conspiracy theory stuff. I'm going to I'm saying I'm good on that. I don't need to go there. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I, there was definitely around the periphery. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I used to listen to 
coast to coast AM, the AM radio station that used to have InfoWars on it oh. because they would talk about aliens. Mm. And it was like the only way, <laughs> it was like only on at like 3 or 4 AM. Sometimes Alex Jones was on it, but mostly it was like these like really insane people talking about UFOs in such bizarre ways. And they would go into like bizarre details like, yeah. I've seen aliens and had sex with them several times. And that was like the normal thing to say. Iconic. And, like, basically, it was just like the most b- bizarre form of like radio media that you could ever come across. That's so it amazing. was fascinating. Wow. And I think that's why like Alex Jones was fascinating partly and why his conspiracy theories kind of stuck with a lot of people because it's like it's a lot of it's like very fascinating in itself, you know? Yeah, there was a lot of overlap at that time. I remember with the like and the Fed and like all the anti-Federal oh. Reserve stuff. And then that was actually like that. pre-Tea Party, like sort of um, 2000, I mean, 2008 stuff, like 2008 housing market crash, like all that. And it was like, that was when I was like, so my friends were telling me like, oh, look, all of our ideas, are like the libertarian, like classical liberal stuff, like it's, it's going to catch on. It's going to go mainstream. And then that was when I started seeing like, the tea party stuff for me and then i was like something's not right here something's not right like someone took me to one tea party like rally that was like outside the like federal reserve thing in houston and i saw all these like it was a lot of like bible stuff around and i was like well this is not for me i was always very like socially liberal secular i had my hardcore i was hardcore like atheist libertarian vibe like that vibe and um but yeah i was like something's not right and then i started like developing my own ideas and drifting away from that and my but yeah it was interesting like being in texas and being like i'm not that type of libertarian like i'm like i'm not like other girls literally (laughs) yeah i mean i didn't even use the word libertarian i was like no 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 mama it's classical liberal get it right like it's just these plebes can't understand what that means so i'm just gonna break it down for them but yeah have you seen like the video of like the libertarian convention or whatever and that one guy who's like not full libertarian or whatever he he basically is like i just don't think we should like like a child should be able to buy heroin and then everyone like boos him and then they're like boo oh my god a six-year-old shouldn't be able to buy heroin (laughs) <laughs> let children choose let, no. <laughs> yeah. to buy heroin <laughs> yeah. that's crazy it, it kind of reminds me of like the Sasha Baron Cohen like first episode on Who's America where he's like getting all of his people to like agree to like having toddlers with machine guns oh my god yeah yeah that's, <laughs> that was insane like real senators and like congress people being like we, I think that toddlers should have access to machine guns to keep the teachers safe. <laughs> now that I think of it, I feel like you're kind of like the Sasha Baron Cohen of pop music. Yeah. Yeah, I've, that or the weird, like, well, yeah, more more that than like the Weird Al, but there's like a yeah. touch of Weird Al in there. But of yeah, course. you know, you're right. That's a really good comparison. I, I Both iconic Jews that. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally feel that. And also like the, the, use of camp is so internet soaked though too as well Mm. like the way that use camp it's not like it's not referential to an age that like most like queer people would reference it's like referencing like it's almost like self-aware weibo culture like that kind of like emergent thing that's happening now or it's also like a form of camp that is just like very highly in line which you are like highly Mm. in line right wouldn't you describe yeah definitely what's your screen time you know, actually, my screen time is not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We can get my phone. We can <laughs> Let's look. Let's do it. <laughs> but but it's not like the funny thing is I'm. I don't spend that much time like scrolling. Like I really try not to. I try to do oh. things in terms of like 
I'll watch like a recap YouTube video after mm-hmm. a thing is like already trendy or like a little mm-hmm. while after. And then I'll like, like I don't really, generally I don't follow that many things like as they're unfolding. Cause oh, I okay. kind of find like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I can't, especially if they're bad things that I'm like, that are, that are stressful. I'm like, there's nothing I can probably do about this. Like, let me just get the recap in like a month when it's like a YouTube video breaking it down, you know? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. I'm definitely not one of those like news and like every meme i'm not like people are always filling me in on stuff or they're always like sending me stuff i'm not really even on tiktok but i would still describe myself as very online even though i try to limit the amount of time i actually spend right. online you it's know it's probably like a way healthier way of doing it because you're still able to like get all of the cultural references that you like eventually use in your art yeah. making um but in a way more like refined way where you're not just doom scrolling exactly i try to let other i I try to outsource that i let other people have the mind fuckery and the like depression and anxiety that comes from the like constant attachment to scrolling and stuff and i'm just trying to stay you know a little bit like i like so that i can just piece things together in like a more general way rather than like being caught up to date on like every specific thing you know it's interesting because i when you think about like how much people pay attention to like micro events, a lot of it is like something that you see now and changes later. Like with the submarine, like we're we're following it and everyone's talking about like how we're waiting for them to lose all of their air and then we find out and then Anna's like, No guys, actually they imploded. <laughs> and so like the the kind of attachment to like the minute um, all of those micro moments are not important in like a month, right? So like yeah. having a diet that's like oh, I will check in again in a week or I will check in again is kind of like a more mature way of being highly online. Um, and it allows you to still be as prolific as you are. I'm like uh, a, a junkie. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah, I like literally <laughs> like go into it, these Twitter like hashtags and I'm like, fuck yeah, and I'm reading every single thing about this thing. But and I'm there, literally not going to remember in like a month. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's different it's, for you though because that's like a part of that's your- That's shit posting. But it's exactly. also part of your critique though. Your critique is like part of knowing- the micro and like being able to insert yourself into the micro whereas other people might want to insert themselves into the more macro internet totally like i'm always grateful for example seeing like your post i'm like okay what's going on go to your page like look and see and then it's like i'm i'm caught up to date you know what i mean like it's uh (laughs) it is very valuable i'm a trustworthy news you are because it's like i I know it's being filtered through a certain lens that you know what i mean Literally, my well, my sister called me last night, and I was like, "Oh, are you keeping up with the submarine?" And she's like, "What submarine?" She's like not online really, and <laughs> oh, she like wow. deleted Instagram for like a cleanse and whatever. She had no idea. I got to like mansplain the whole <laughs> thing to her. It was awesome. That's great. That's amazing. I got to just like go off. But yeah, I think like memes are kind of like what the former generation had with like things like The Daily Show. You know, like they said mm-hmm. that like the most trusted source before, like during the Fox versus CNN era, was like. The Daily Show being like the most trusted source of news with like uh, John Stewart, but now it's kind of like highly online memes are because it's like a form of critique and it's a form of like detachment that we all have and we can't get rid of. Like as as much as like we're all addicted to the screens, we also hate it and we're self aware of that, and that's the totally. kind of process that we go through, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like you're more trusted now than John Stewart probably, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, he he's kind of on his like lib arc right now, so. Yeah. I watched him as a kid. Yeah. I totally. liked him. I like I like had a crush on him when I was a kid. Yeah, I thought I, I I was like I remember in high school being like, "Oh, like I kind of had a little crush, but then I was like 
oh, he's like some liberal, like whatever, yeah. <laughs> like in yes. my like libertarian phase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I the submarine thing though is interesting because I'm like reading this book about like like celebrity and like the history of like fame and fandom and stuff, and that's like very much what my new album is about, and especially looking at like how like class plays into it with like the right. submarine thing where it's like everyone like the reason why people are so captivated by it is because it's fucking billionaires on the mm-hmm. thing and then yeah. it's like you know and it's just interesting that that's like been a like common thread throughout like pretty much all and like all of like the 20th century and beyond like all of what like celebrity and fame is like both like a love hate relationship and like an obsession with like and resentment of like mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's what I was thinking of because of what I was like r- thinking of uh, about my but then and then this other thing and then blah 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 <laughs> you get me no it makes sense <laughs> it makes sense if you think about like helicopters and these submarines like basically rich people like to deregulate things so they like to take off take out precautions basically that would otherwise make these things safer so that they can have more access to them. And then they make them more safe for just other rich people. And then other rich people go down in submarines and helicopters <laughs> all the time. And they wonder why. Yeah. Um, because they have made these, I mean, helicopters extremely unsafe. But they, flow the, they, they fly them at very low um, uh, altitude. altitude. Yeah. Which is extremely unsafe and has been deregulated away. But I if they fl- know about that. The if they flew them higher. Thing. She should fly too close to the sun. <laughs> not not close enough. Not, not close enough yeah. to the sun. Um, yeah, I know it's interesting because like the the like the real like legacy media is the Bible, um, and like your album goes all the way back to that with Sodom and Gomorrah. Can you? Um, oh wait, where's where's my phone? I saved the lyrics and I want to read these <laughs> oh my God, out yeah. to you <laughs> and just get your opinion on what yeah. this really means. So. You say, let's get freaky like they did in Deuteronomy. Give my ass a lobotomy. That's sodomy, <laughs> digging deep archaeology. My theology, I like to know that he's watching me. Fulfill me up like a prophecy. Put the fear of God in me. Sodom, Gomorrah, drop it down to the flora. Big Gomorrah. <laughs> let's get nasty like they did in Sodom and Gomorrah. So yeah, what is this songs about? It's really deep. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, someone needs to take the audio of you saying that and like auto tune it, and, like, make a remix out of that. Oh my god, <laughs> it's um, like the Nathan for you version, yeah, basically. Yeah, that yeah, would that be was hilarious. Sort of a Nathan reading of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Anna would have to do it with me though. We c- I can't just be the only one doing it. That would be hilarious um. though. But yeah, that's you were so <laughs> galaxy brained when you came up with that. <laughs> Thank I you. know. I was yeah, I was blown away reading that. I was like, holy shit. This is gonna it's like actually like transgressive. Like Ryan and I were talking about this actually. Like it's actually gonna piss off a lot of people, you know? And then I looked on Twitter and actually it's like the liquid you guys know the liquid death water brand? Oh yeah. yeah. Like they like had this like joke ad about like witches like doing spells over it oh, and then really? like all of these like trad casts and like christians and stuff like that are like we're mad about that and now it's like on clearance in a lot of places because of that yeah yeah yeah. there was like a, my friend posted a photo of it being on clearance oh all of a sudden God. because of that yeah that's funny yeah and like you might cause like it's because like, like the bud light yeah bud it's, light yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually gonna ask you if you would want to do the bud light commercial 
the Bud Light commercial. Oh my god! Do you drink? Do you drink beer? <laughs> I'm not much of a beer guy myself. Oh, okay, I, it's sometimes, sometimes, but it kind of like makes me. You give me Bud, feel Bud Light bloated, vibes, so. oh, you know? okay. But a Bud Light, you know, it's refreshing. I prefer like a Corona, maybe yeah. oh, okay. something like I'm, that. I'm with you there. Yeah, I'm I can see big, that. I can see <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Beer guy either. Yeah. <laughs> but I was saying, I was like, like, no, no dolls drink beer. Like they yeah. had like this beautiful trans woman drinking beer and i'm like she wouldn't drink that. yeah <laughs> i don't know i like Liar. <laughs> i like i like a couple where like for instance like anna drinks beer and then dan drinks a fruity drink i think that's like the perfect gender equation but i don't drink beer <laughs> <laughs> no as an example yeah, yeah yeah what do you drink actually you drink wine mostly yeah and okay vodka do you drink it all dorian I do, yeah. Last night I had a couple of espresso martinis, and those were oh, pretty. Oh, that's pretty. I sick. can't those say are, that's like a regular crazy. thing. I'd say like it used to just be like vodka and like whatever. Then like, but most of my friends are tequila people, so I usually get that. A beer every once in a while is nice, or like if I'm in like Germany or some like oh yes, beer oh my place, god, like specifically. I like wine, but it makes me too sleepy. Otherwise, yeah. I would be totally like a wine person. But it's just like if I'm going out, I cannot. Yeah, not not for going out. No sure. way. Yeah. Y- yeah, I drink wine because I'm like way too lit all the time. I like can't go to bed ever. So, so it helps you get it's like sleepy. it like balances me out. Yeah, so I don't go to totally. bed at five a.m. Yeah. Dan invented the skinny bitch with a UTI, which is um a a vodka soda with a splash of cranberry. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Yeah. I, that's a really good. Yeah, because I like vodka cranberry, but it's like way too, too uh, it's too sweet. So yeah. I like that skinny like- bitch with the UTI. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah (laughs) it was interesting going back to Sodom and Gomorrah because uh Cobra Snake at your show was like wearing that shirt before the show yeah and he was like walking into the church and I guess like a bunch of like gay guys had got out of AA and like saw the shirt and they're like oh my god I need that shirt. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> Why? Wow. So, I saw that and interaction. They, and they all like walked up to him and I was like, they, I mean, he just has like the 70s porn stash already. Yeah. And like they just thought that maybe this was their opening probably as well for him. And uh, he says he gets that all the time actually about the 70s porn stash. Wow. Oh, nice. um, so uh, your shirt is actually like bringing a lot of people love, I think, right now. I love that. You know, I, I really love to hear that. Yeah, it was like, it was interesting because on the one hand, there was like, it's just been interesting to see like, yeah, who would get mad or who was not getting mad. And like most of the feedback has just been absolutely positive. And then some people like misunderstanding like what the word sodomy is or like maybe upset about it. But then like they do a little Google research and then they understand like what it is and they chill out. But um, I actually don't know what it is. Maybe I should Google it. My favorite sodomites are actually like the trad girls who are saving themselves from marriage yes like to do anal so yeah, it doesn't the, take your virginity ca- yeah which is iconic that's so iconic <laughs> or the mormon soaking it's a little different but you know about that <laughs> oh yeah yeah, the, yeah like yeah like no thrusting just put it in there and just be still <laughs> okay yeah, that yeah, that's the, hey that's a, yeah <laughs> With freak mode, you poke <laughs> some fun at the normies, which is amazing. Yes. I mean, I embrace the normies. All normies have a, a freak side to them, you know? Mm, yeah. I love the, like, I think it was definitely inspired for me by seeing, like, really, like, regular-ass guys on the internet be, like, see my music videos and be like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Is this thing a man or a woman? Is this, like, 
whatever but like i think it's hot does that make me gay like fuck that <laughs> but i like it like that fire. like yeah. fully those kind of like twisted reactions and then really i was like very turned on by the idea that there's these like confused normie straight guys that are like somehow like scared that they're getting turned gay or actually normie gay guys that are confused and scared that they're getting turned straight like in the comments like over my videos because they're like not sure what to do with some type of they them vibe (laughs) and um that's amazing yeah so i just like i don't know it's kind of like i like the idea of like sexuality that's like kind of troll like in Mm. this way and like fucks with people (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh i just like yeah i got really into that and um that's kind of like i don't know like like making my friends put like these like furry heads on like at like like after like we like party and like go back to my like studio it's like a shed garage like at my house and like be partying there and then like people are like putting furry heads on and getting crazy and like i don't know it's just that was kind of the inspo was, like i had a big night like that and then the next day i wrote the song with weston allen and clarence clarity um in that same like because that's also my studio so like in that same studio yeah. space mm. yeah amazing that's so cool yeah, <laughs> yeah um i i just i've i meant to post it but i'm gonna do it for promo for this um like a tiktok of like the girls with like the wine shirts have you seen that yes one? oh god yes like, i'm so obsessed yeah i love that stuff yeah I love- oh i should give it like the wine sayings that one yeah it's yeah. Like, oh yeah it's like what was another one it's like drop it it's like drop it down like merlot or like shorty like got merlot vino, or, vino vibe yeah only. vino uh, vibes only chardonnay <laughs> all day like yeah. that type of shit oh my but god actually we made a wine mom shirt we didn't end up selling it as merch but it's a prop in the music video for Sodom and Gomorrah that's in the wine mom font and it's oh like a god. wine glass it's like oh, spilling and yeah. it says let's get freaky like they did in Sodom and Gomorrah <laughs> <laughs> and I should give I need to like I need Hakuna to- Moscato <laughs> yeah that one was, yeah fucking rocks I'm so into that I, I remember it. seeing that wine shit like I feel like my mom like before her store went out of business, she like had to start selling that stuff, maybe like on a tea towel. Yeah. But she was like, really, she, she, before we knew the word cringe, she was like, this is cringe. She like hated it, but she's like, but this shit sells. Like, I have to do it to survive. <laughs> See, this is what capitalism does to people. It makes them sell wine mom shit against their will. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I fuck with that heavy. That's like why I want to drink more wine, but I just get sleepy. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wine at like a dinner party. Dinner thing, but yeah. I can't party on wine. It's gonna no way. Yeah, totally. If they would make like a wine and Red Bull thing, that would be crazy. That would be sick. Yeah, like like like, but it tasted good. <laughs> yeah, <imagine>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we invented this thing when I was living in Paris. This girl from this like Mormon girl from Utah, uh, we became friends with. Um, would make we named it Redneck Sangria, Ooh. where you mix um red wine and Fanta. Oh, and it really tastes gosh. like sangria like it's weird because i think that like at like cheap shitty bars they mix fanta in with the juice because it's cheaper um i'm like you should do that with red bull like Wait. red bull yellow yeah we exactly the tropical one yeah oh that some, would fuck some actually people do yeah that red wine with that mm-hmm. some people do that with coke as well they add coke to wine as well yeah that it's so yeah, crazy that's a crazy i know what's the thing where it's like beer and coca-cola it's called like a, a <laughs> gasoline wild. or diesel and yeah. it's like a berlin thing or something <laughs> oh is it oh yeah my God, i actually crazy. had a sip and it was really good it's like a it's like a <laughs> wild rattler basically what's a rat oh that's like with like beer the, and orange juice yeah 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 beer and coca-cola does sound like it would taste like gasoline and i'm kind of like <laughs> yeah. mm. i know right <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> uh, yummy sounds horrible but 
good. Um, like car exhaust. Like literally. Like- <laughs> Sounds kind of good. She gets them after this. <laughs> yeah, what do you think what do you think the role of gender plays in your music? You Zero. Think- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> no, so like <laughs> so uh you're a gender basically, right? No, like gender no, no, doesn't no, no, exist. No. no, 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 that ain't it. <laughs> no, that ain't it. <laughs> no, I know. I know, I know. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no. Um no, but like What's the thing is like null gender? Anti-gender. I don't know. A, I'm very pro-gender. Let's don't get it twisted. Terms. Okay. Let's get, let's get new terms. Gender's yeah. funny as hell. Dude, I love it. It's, so it's hilarious. It's exactly, dude. <laughs> right? It's fucking hilarious. That's been my whole thing forever. Is that I'm just like I don't. I'm so not with the like see, like respect to everyone that's serious about it. That's your own thing. But for me, bro, that shit is just funny. <laughs> like, how and- can it not be hilarious? Like, you wear a certain shape of a thing and it means <laughs> something about fucking i don't even wait what like yeah. <laughs> that's wacky y'all are crazy so yeah no for me it's just always been like i don't know i feel like i've like done like drag or whatever as like since i was a little kid like i'd have this i oh, need really? to find this Whoa. fucking home video of me and my cousins dressed up as you two and oh my obviously god I was, I was bono clearly <laughs> um and oh my god um, you totally have bono vibes <laughs> no the bono thing is actually crazy because i was like a big u2 fan as a kid and like vertigo was my shit like blah blah, blah. Hell and my yeah. dad i was like i was like i don't like the only type of thing that my parents ever pressured me to do was that my dad was like you should do music you should do music because he totally wanted to be like a rock oh. star but i just couldn't he never did <laughs> and then so i think he like wanted to live vicariously through me so he was like you should do music and i was like no like i don't want to like i want to do like i like join debate team first i was just like i did musical <laughs> oh, theater yeah, you were the then i was like debate team like philosophy, philosophy club. club and like yeah. economics <laughs> club and all that shit and then like and then, but I always was like interested in like making music and videos like um, outside of that or like about that stuff. But then when I was like in middle school, my dad was like, see Dorian, like look at Bono. Like if you become a rock star, <laughs> then you can use your platform to do things and make the world a better place just like Bono. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, it's, like Oh my God, that's so true though. Yeah, but it's just like really funny. Like I, so I really want to collab. Bono, if you're listening, I really want to collab with you. I feel like you and I could have a really good conversation. I feel like it would just be iconic and hit me up. No, I actually tried to get him to feature on, on my last album and we got as far as like his management people and they're like, yeah, yeah oh, we're really? going to pass this along, like blah, 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 but like no response, but You two hey. needs to do a hyper pop album. That would fuck <laughs> yeah, that would go <laughs> so hard. But honestly, Bono with a little auto-tune on it and call it a day. I mean, that would yeah. get the edge with like, just some like mad distortion and then like fucking clipping and fucking. We need like the bo- we need the Bono Baby Keem uh, Dorian Electra triple threat. <laughs> Do you know but Baby? No Keem? way. The name's very familiar, but actually now we'll, I don't. We'll insert it here for the okay. episode. Ryan's um, a fan. We need yeah. We need like Bono to drop like a hyper pop album and like force it onto people's yeah. I, I remember when it was yes. Forced on oh my iTunes? god, that was the dopest shit he ever did. I yeah. was like, that shit is so boss. I'm obsessed so, with that. It was very Jeff Koons of him. Yeah, honestly, it. he knew he knew what he was. Doing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He we, fully. We knew. love a good neoliberal on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, that was the other thing too. Is that like once I had my like political awakening later about Bono. And I was like so like upset, but then I was like, 
it's so bad that it's funny. Yeah. Isn't Bono like anti-Ireland or something? Was that- No, I think it's just that Ireland hates him. He's like, I love Ireland, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Was he-, he on the wrong side though? No, I think he's on the right side because he's okay. Catholic and he wants like Irish independence, okay. I think, oh, but okay. I could be wrong. Oh yeah, he is. He's on the right side. I mean, side. I'm calling that the right side. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the right side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but- Your tour in the UK gets canceled. <laughs> yeah. No, actually it's so funny. I made sure I was like, someone like made my tour poster last year and they're like, UK tour. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, UK and Ireland. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And then my friend Hell, made some merch Hell, that was yeah. like, my friend made some merch that was like UK tour dates, like Dublin. I was like, and it's like already you, you already made a couple hundred hats like that, bro. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, but yeah, <laughs> throw you those should, out. You we need get, a sharpie in. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love Ireland. It's iconic. I went to this when I was in Dublin. I played there last year. I went to this amazing place called the Leprechaun Museum, which I really recommend because I thought it was gonna be like a tourist trap, like yeah. whatever. But you go there, it is, it, they lure you in. But then they take you through this amazing, like, history of Irish folklore and Whoa. this really beautiful way with these immersive rooms. Like, <laughs> you go and sit and it smells like you're in the woods and then they talk oh about, like, fairy circles and, like, all this shit. And it's really dope. Oh, yeah, I really so recommend that. I've never been to that Ireland. That sounds amazing. But I'm, yeah. I am Irish. I'm oh, like yeah. a quarter Irish. I'm actually one. I think I'm all, the only part that's not, like, Eastern European Jewish for me is, like, a 116th Irish. Oh, nice. nice. I haven't actually done a 23 in me, but. Um, so I think some of my family have so yeah yeah you should next time you uh, go to the UK and Ireland you should get a be hosted by the IRA that'd be sick yeah <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a fierce collab <laughs> yeah do like all of those like IRA songs from yeah. back in the day yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Emerald Empire though you know about that no what is that the Emerald Empire is like a conspiracy theory about that it's like all the chairmen of the Federal Reserve for the last like, hundred years—they've all been Irish. This is isn't good. that strange? <laughs> and like so that, it's like they're all controlling the financial thing, and it's like the Irish, and it's like what it's called, like, just Google the Emerald Empire, and you'll see like some stuff on it. Wait, yeah. they're not saying it's Irish people and Jews? I don't believe it. Then I know, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. It's like somehow focusing in on the Irish. <laughs> yeah, and, that's crazy. Yeah, both yeah. of my people has to be yeah. both my people. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, where were we before that? Oh, we were talking about music. Yeah. Um, I heard you make music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, sometimes, you know, my, my free time. Is, but yeah, What's your favorite my, collab? Favorite yes, collab this is a great oh, question. I've ever done? Okay, let me think. Musically, I really love my Searle collab, like it's a Milady remix, Feet Care Care Bonito. Like I just mm-hmm. like, I like that song. Like musically, I love what he did with it so much. And I was like a huge Searle fan, so that was like amazing. Conceptually, I really love my Rebecca Black collab because that, that was like Rebecca Black. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I'm, and her once and an Uber. Oh really? In an Uber? <laughs> yeah, I was driving the Uber oh and she was God, the, in the back and she's like, "You should play this. It's Sophie." <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing! <laughs> what? That's it was like right when like the hyper pop star stuff was like kind of kicking off. Oh my God, that's amazing! And I was like, "Oh, Rebecca Black is kind of sick." Yeah. Yeah. No, she's she's incredible, and I'm actually gonna like jump on stage with her tomorrow at Ladyland to do our little. I was on her like re- ten year anniversary remix of Friday. Oh wow! And oh, yeah. yeah, and it's like yeah, so I'm gonna like jump up with her tomorrow, but she's amazing and i just feel like it was such an amazing full circle moment the song's called edgelord and i like sent it to her and i'm like this is like way too weird of a song like for her to because like her other stuff had been more like pop like mm-hmm. like more like just like pop girly vibe and then 
I was like, there's no way she's going to want to be on this. And then she was like, yeah, like, make my vocals weirder to, like, Umaru who produced it. And, like, yeah, she was totally down. And then it sparked awesome. this friendship. And then, like, I've worked on, like, her music videos, like, since then. And then, like, all this other stuff. And it's been a really fun ongoing collab. I think I that's love my her. favorite and friendship. of your songs, too. That's oh, like, really? Yeah, that's the one I listen to the most, I think. That's yeah, amazing. That's song. Thanks, y'all. I have a question. Why do you think that there's so many people that make hyper pop that are queer? Like, what? Like, like obviously Do you think there's an ADHD yeah. queer uh <laughs> like Venn diagram no just okay. just ADHD I'm like hyper pop no, is yeah. ADHD music. I think it's I think <laughs> yeah. I think you're right I think it's ADHD highly online and queer then you just end up being in the middle hyperpop yeah. yeah yeah a lot of hyperpop stuff happened with like a bunch of kids in their bedrooms being hyper hyper online Right. Um, during the pandemic, that was like when hyperpop the term was coined, and like the I guess it was maybe 2019, like the Spotify playlist that came up with that word or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. People ask me about this all the time, and it's hard for me because I'm like so on the inside because I'm giving ADHD queer and online. <laughs> so it's a little hard for me to be objective. Um, yeah, totally. I don't know, like... So basically what yeah. you're saying is the internet during the pandemic made everyone, made everyone gay. gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically that. Yeah, there's a hyper-pop I, conspiracy I think that's what, hap- that's what happened to our producer, Orion, actually. Mm. He came out after the pandemic as being bi. That's iconic. It was pretty iconic, actually. He changed this logo for his music blog um, to the... The yeah, bisexual. The yeah. Bisexual I noticed part. it was bisexual. I was wondering if that was intentional. Oh, yeah. 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 I want something all year round except for during Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it's going the Italian flag. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. 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 That, yeah. The that's Italian what Dan's flag. birthday party on Saturday is themed. It's Italian Pride. Oh, that's amazing. And that's, uh-huh. we literally have Italian flags here. Oh my God, let's go. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I kind of want to come out on this podcast as... I just want to come out because it's something that has been a part of my identity for a long time, but I just never really shared it with anyone. And that is, I do identify as trans Italian. I oh trans Italian. I when I met you, (laughs) thank you. you. This is our second transracial episode. Actually, when when I met you, I thought you were a Jew passing Italian, but you're actually an Italian passing Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy because I thought (laughs) it's crazy because I thought you're an anime girl. (laughs) That too. Because your hair is so yellow. But literally, like, I I don't know what it is. If it's, like, there's just some shit that's so <laughs> deep in my psyche where, like, if I take, like, like mushrooms or acid or whatever, like, I'll just be, like, the th- voice that comes out of me. So I'm, like, I know that's my most authentic, deepest self is, mm-hmm. like, an old Italian man. Oh, wait. Can you do <laughs> a really like, deep Mamma Mia for us, maybe? And like, that's in a very it's Italian really, way. It's too. It's so personal, you know. Yeah, well, like, if it comes can we take a deep breath? Can we take a deep breath and like allow you allow it to come to you? Now you're making a mockery of my identity. No, you know? <laughs> Y'all out here trying to, to Marioize my my my, <laughs> yeah, my identity. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you're a Mario or a Luigi? I'm more of like a, a Wario when oh, a I'm Wario? feeling bad. Yeah, okay. what was Wario's political as identity? As you, did you see that video? No. Wario's political identity. It was like all of the Mario characters <laughs> have like, different identities. Like Luigi's like a, a technocrat Republican. Okay. Mario's like a working class labor <laughs> rights activist. Oh my god. Um, I think Wario is like maybe like a anarcho primitivist. Maybe I can see the anarcho something. Is Peach is like conservative and like Daisy's like lib. 
Lib like lib left. Yeah, lib I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the video. It's, and then it's um, pretty iconic. Rosalina, that's who I identify with. But I don't wait, know. which one was she Rosalina? I left a queen. <laughs> Cat Peach is all right, but one of those female alt right YouTube personalities that are really popular. Uh, Yoshi, I think, is a Marxist. We should be able to agree on that. Toad, radical centrist. Koopa, conservative. I think Shaga would be a foreign policy kind of person and like really anti-interventionist. Uh, Lakitu, I don't think takes a side, but really enjoys pouring over the data and like reads 538. That's a sick helmet. I'm really excited. It has like a light on the back and it has like a visor for your eyes. That's sick. Yeah. I keep city biking and I'm literally afraid I'm going to die. Yeah, no, good for you. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's refreshing the way that you talk about gender because in a way, like, gender is, like, one of these things that everyone kind of feels like they have access to and they can play with, but some people think that that's off limits, you know, even in the queer community. Totally. Um, of course, like, the people who think it's most off limits are, like, right-wing people and they think that gender operates in a very specific way and there's no play allowed. Can't go in the gender sandbox. Um, or, else you're, or else you're a communist as well, <laughs> which sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people that have little to no power in our society are people that don't have a history, supposedly. You know, they're the people's that archives have been completely wiped out. Mm -hmm. So, like, obviously, like, queer people have, like, a history, but it's, like, very muddled. So most people, like, and, you know, would say that a lot of, like, queerness actually starts with modernity and, like, new newer forms of queerness starts like very recently like the 60s a lot of people start queer history for some people in the 1960s um because before that like basically like urban cities were like what brought people and like the one history is basically a uh, lots of men were working in factories together so then they got they became gay and it's like homosocial situations or like in prison like it's a it's a form of homosociality but some people say that homosociality is not homosexuality you know mm -hmm. um which i think is interesting but either way like in cities working factories you still have sex after work and then you're gay mm -hmm. um <laughs> if you have sex on the factory floor that's just understandable. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Me and uh, me and Ryan were joking last year about these. What were were they goats? The gay goats. Do you remember this? There was like gay goats who like are only gay certain types of a year because like oh. basically like they're not. A, yeah, there's like no women in certain parts. Of so it was a sausage fest. <laughs> the goat laden sausage fest. Yeah, and that's so that's like their gay pride month basically. <laughs> goats have their. But own it's pride yeah. <laughs> But it's interesting because like there's like bears, otters, <laughs> twinks, and goats. Yeah, yeah me and Ryan are, are goats, basically. Is what we're saying. <laughs> Which is, I think, saying things like that is very honest. It's like the form of like it's it's like a new kind of subversive form of like straight sexuality or homo flexibility or whatever. But there's also like the whole like jerk buds discourse where it's like oh i like jerk with my best friends or whatever yeah. we <laughs> know it's like hilarious because it's like i'm but i'm straight no i <laughs> actually i actually like controversially think that like that that i mean like that that's totally valid in my opinion because we are so obsessed it's a very unique moment in history right now where we're so obsessed with the idea of the sexual act that you do defining your whole identity mm -hmm. so the idea that 
if you have sex yeah. with a man, it makes you a gay person and that you are gay and that is like your identity. Right. That is actually a really modern idea. Like in, right. I watched this amazing um, lecture about like, like how we thought how like homosexuality was conceived of in the middle ages and right. it was talking about basically like everything was just like sodomy it was like anything that wasn't reproductive sex right so that could mean masturbation it could yeah. mean like people of the same sex it could mean anal sex it could mean oral sex it just meant anything that was like just for enjoyment and not for procreation right. yeah and um that like just but like that was kind of categorized all together it wasn't yeah. like oh but this very specific one like oh if you have if you are a man and you have sex with a man it means that you love them and that that is the only people that you love and that that is your whole identity and that you are a gay person yeah and like we actually have this weird i would say like over emphasis on identity that yeah is right oh now, yeah where it's That's like my my yeah totally beef. i yeah i cannot Anna stand talks it about this all yeah the time. <laughs> it's like like the I have a lot of beef with like the idea of queer baiting. Like mm-hmm. I th- I'm like I am a queer baiter truther. I'm like queer baiting is not real. But like queer baiting, okay, if you're going to talk about like corporations or whatever, yeah. like like uh showing like fake queer scenarios at like to make money. Yeah, whatever. Um I get that. That's that's But like yeah. ex- like sexual experimentation is not queer baiting and like that it's just like also, like being like physically close with people of the same sex is not queer baiting. Yeah. They like called out yeah. Billie Eilish for queer baiting when she had like a music video dancing around with her friends and shit. And I'm just really? like, this is fake. That's I think yeah, I mean, it goes too far. Yeah, it's crazy. how do people not see that it's literally the exact same shit as putting There's people no in boxes yeah, exactly. again about sexuality and, then and like. like over categorize everything like telling a straight man like oh straight man has nail polish and earrings and like wears like a a skirt like oh my god like they're stealing from like the queer community and like they are like queer baiting or whatever like the harry styles discourse i'm just so fucking done with it yeah it's just like yeah it's it's ridiculous like go back and cancel bowie it's (laughs) interesting but it's interesting because it like it's always in flux because like like five or six years ago even like if a man would start to do anything that was like remotely gay, it would be seen as being uncomfortable. But if a woman did it, it would be like, oh, whatever. And like, we wouldn't even have to like- You mean like being close with someone of the same sex type thing or what? Yeah, I mean, we can get more specific, but like, so like say a man makes out with another man at a party, everyone, like that would be a bigger deal in certain contexts than a woman. And like, like, like we have like the movie Wild Things that happens in like I think the early 2000s and it's basically about two friends who like make out and it's not like they get called lesbians you know it's just like seen as like this hot side uh you know narrative to the story and then we have like Tattoo you know the the band you know like where they she said yeah mm-hmm. and so we have these like more acceptable forms Kissed so like a girl I love that song though Katy Perry yeah that's love that song yeah, but like I don't know what is that song is that song actually about it's like queer experimentation who cares? or cares. Yeah. I don't really know. No, no, I just don't know. Like, I hear the lyrics. I, I don't even know. What I kissed about. a girl and I liked it. I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. Uh I kissed a girl just to try it. Oh, I'm mixing up the lyrics, but it's the same thing. And yeah. then um and then she's like It, it felt, felt so wrong, it felt so right. right. Don't mean I'm in love tonight. Yeah. And so it's just like yeah, she's like just just trying it out, like just saying it like it is. And I remember, like, it's crazy to actually think that that song was edgy back then. I know, then. exactly. Because now it would just straight up get, like, it would be canceled now. In a different way. In a different way. Yeah. The lesbians, um, like, often, like, 
have this problem where like they can't tell if another woman's like flirting with them and stuff but then right. they like, create this like area where you like can't, can't you can't queer bait yeah you can't queer bait you can't even experiment uh, with it without being but it's interesting because like i think um you know there's this theory of culture basically that culture is always created by like what it's actually responding to so like pushing against queer baiting is just like people that just barely a couple years ago got some kind of recognition right um and so like they're upset and they're trying to reclaim power but they're not going to have it for very long they're not going to be part of the center of the discourse even we're going to make fun of them you know and then us making fun of them is responding to that and then it's just basically this thing of like these endless amounts of context uh, of uh, context that are hard to trace with like queer stuff it's just like it's one of the fastest moving things that like I think it's one of the only things that like follows the speed of the internet and the way that yeah. it just constantly changes context and um, that's why I think it makes sense that you have uh, kind of like a flippant or trolly or kind of like fun relationship to gender because it's probably the most modern because like once you start to name it it gets changed it means something else and like totally. everyone will reference it and you will be wrong um, and ratioed in some degree so like don't take yourself too seriously I think no matter yeah. if it's queer or whatever it is you totally. know totally that's kind of just my feeling about it like it's supposed to be fun it's meant to be something to like play with like you know when i first heard the term non-binary i was like which i i've never really i haven't really self like identified as that but it, but that was before it, now it is the mainstream terms like i i remember a time when it was like non-binary gender fluid like all these different terms i could like look up and i was like mm -hmm. i think gender fluid sounds good to me because it's kind of like sounds like the most chill like it's just yeah. like fluid yeah. baby like so i'm like oh i think yeah, that I think one Anna works for me she's gender fluid now that <laughs> yeah. she heard that term yeah. <laughs> i've decided <laughs> it, i mean why not i mean Wait, i was like kind of everybody everybody how do you is. identify now do you still identify I mean, as gender fluid yeah i'm just like well, i feel like non-binary became a gender third, a secret third gender it be yeah non-binary became like a whole thing but when i first and heard that term i was like that's not me because I mean, this is not what non-binary people perform both say. masculinity and femininity in different ways. People, and, I, I always yeah. thought that they, I mean, this is not what non-binary means, but I thought when I first heard it that I was like, that sounds like it means neither or like nothing. And yeah. I'm like, I like everything and I like all oh, in between. Yeah. But that's not what it actually means. But yeah. that's just like, to me, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like I... I was doing the like any pronoun thing in the beginning because um, I was like, I just don't really care. But then it was like everyone was just like defaulting to she, her. And I was like, it did feel like at that time, you know, I'm like, this doesn't really resonate as much with me. So I was like, I just I like they them just this feels like it feels like it's like fun to like be like, oh, wait, I get to be like removed from this in some way. That's <laughs> totally. kind of kind of sick. Um, totally. But yeah, I mean, like, I'm very chill about it. But uh, what are I just your think pronouns it's fun. right now? I mean, generally, I say like they them. Like, if I send okay. out a press release, it's like they them or whatever. But right. people are like, oh yeah, girl, or like, or like, but yeah, if you're bro. They, then I'm then like, we can't call you mother. <laughs> yeah, you call me mother. Like, you can call me father. You can call me parent. Yeah. You can call me a piece of shit. I don't know what well, else. On that note, we can wrap now. I, I think, think. That's we've good. been yeah, going cool. for a while. But but, yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean it's also good to recognize like how political it is to be like i'm putting this in a press release and like how that has meaning yeah, and thank you we all construct our identities and like to act like we don't is mm -hmm. kind of bullshitting so have fun with it fucking whatever the fuck don't take it too seriously <laughs> yes, yes and um stream sodom gamora Stream yeah. freak mode and i got many more new things coming in the works thank you guys for having me yes Woo! Woo! Woo!